if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, Jessica Donovan here. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. We are continuing our topics on babies and infants, same thing, um, today and talking about one of the most common digestive challenges that we see in babies, which is constipation. So we have done a broader podcast on constipation in children, but there are some specific considerations we want to be thinking about when it comes to babies and infants. So I wanted to dedicate a podcast episode to this. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We've got loads of uh, loads of backlog topics that you can go through and have a look at. Uh, here at Natural Super Kids, we are all about helping parents to address the underlying causes um, that are going on when it comes to their kids' health and nutrition. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been focusing on baby topics. We've talked about introducing solids. We've talked about reflux and colic. And today we're talking about constipation. So as I said, constipation is really common, but it can really look different in every baby. Uh, Generally, it will include infrequent bowel movements, bowel movements that are hard 
or dry or dark in colour, maybe all of the above, and difficulty passing bowel movements as well, which is not very nice uh, for the little bub that's involved and the parents kind of watching on. So constipation is more common in formula-fed babies and babies that are born via cesarean section. And I'll pop a link to an article that we have on constipation in babies in the show notes, and that article will have links to some of the research that I'm going to be talking about today. So there's a link to um, a, a piece of research that that sort of talks about some of the the common um, the common threads that we see in constipation in children and and formula feeding and babies born via C-section. It is more constipation is more common. It's also really common around that time that you first start introducing solids into your baby's diet as their digestive system adapts to, you know, that solid food as opposed to the liquid diet that they have previously been on. So babies will will often um, be challenged with some discomfort, some tummy pains. They might just become really irritable. Their appetite can be affected by constipation. Uh, They can get a reduced appetite, so they're sort of put off their their food. And slow weight gain is also um, something to look out for when it comes to to constipation or one of the, the signs that constipation could be um, an issue for for babies. Of course, there's lots of other um, things that that slow weight gain might, may be linked to as well. So there are many different causes and contributing factors when it comes to constipation, and it's important to understand why your baby is constipated so that you can figure out sort of what to do about it and how to relieve it. So some of the common causes and contributing factors when it comes to constipation are firstly a natural tendency towards constipation. Some babies just have a slower transit time through their gut, which leads to constipation. And this can often occur in babies with a family history of constipation. Then there's the low fluid intake. Not enough fluid going in means that the bowel movements become drier and harder. This is a common problem um, often when, when babies are first starting solids. A low fiber intake. So breastfed babies will have sufficient fiber as breast milk is high in those really important prebiotic fibers. However, formula fed babies or babies who are consuming solids may not be getting enough fiber. And we'll talk about how to address that in a moment. There can also be holding on behavior. So this often occurs in babies who have had a painful experience with a bowel movement and then they hold on because they're afraid of the pain that goes with kind of um, passing a bowel movement. But what happens with that holding on um, is that the stool becomes harder and drier and more compact, and then it becomes this negative cycle. We see this in, in babies and children as well. It can be really hard to break, but just kind of um, you know being aware of that uh, is important. And then we can help to soften the stool with some of the things we're going to be talking about to ensure that there's none of that sort of painful experience um, again. And then there are food sensitive 
food sensitivities and intolerances, which often play a role in constipation. So there are many different food intolerances or sensitivities that can contribute, but dairy, gluten and wheat are the most common when it comes to constipation. There was a study that found that 80% of children with chronic unresponsive constipation improved with a dairy-free diet. Constipated children tend to consume more dairy, um, is what other researchers showed us as well. So when you are wanting to look at food intolerances and sensitivities, it is certainly best to be working with a professional to help you identify um, what those sensitivities may be and how you can remove them from the diet or reduce them from the diet in a way that is not going to negatively affect your baby's nutrition. And this is something that we can offer in terms of support to get to the bottom of, of what these food intolerances are potentially. So also what I wanted to, to sort of talk about here is dysbiosis. So a key underlying cause of constipation is dysbiosis. And dysbiosis, really put simply, is an imbalance of microbes in the gut. So research has shown that there's a link between dysbiosis and constipation. It can go both ways. So when a child is constipated or a baby is constipated, it can affect the microbiome and lead to dysbiosis. And the microbe, um, you know, this, this imbalance in in the microbes leads to constipation, as I said. Um, But there are many factors that are common among babies that can throw off this balance in the gut and lead to dysbiosis. And some of those things include a cesarean section birth. So this isn't any sort of, you know, guilt trip for for mums who have who have had a cesarean section. It's really just information to know that if your baby was born via C-section, they will have more of a tendency um, and more of a risk towards this imbalance, this dysbiosis, because when they are born via the birth canal, they pick up all of the all of mum's kind of healthy microbes on the on the way out. And when they're born via C-section, they miss out on that. So it, it means that your bub just needs a bit of extra attention when it comes to their microbiome and the balance of their gut bugs. Early weaning or a shorter duration of breastfeeding can also lead to dysbiosis, a low fiber diet, and also eating foods that are highly processed, such as that really common first food that babies are given, the white rice cereal basically really really very low um, in, in things like fiber, which feed the good bacteria within the microbiome. So the good news is that there are small changes that you can make to support diversity um, and to support that healthy gut microbiome, that healthy balance within the gut microbiome. And uh, we've got a free download. It's our Kids Gut Health eBook, which is really relevant for babies as well. Um, I'll pop the link in the show notes. And that's a really great place to get started for the foundations that are needed to for, for healthy gut development and to ensure that there's that healthy balance of microbes within your baby's gut. 
So let's have a look at some of the natural ways to relieve constipation in babies. Now, this is going to be different depending on how your baby is being fed. So let's start with formula-fed babies. As I said, constipation is more common in formula-fed babies because a lot of formula is missing that, that those all-important prebiotic fibers. But there are several easy ways, um, little switches that you can make uh, with when it comes to formula-fed babies. So number one is to choose a formula that contains both probiotics and prebiotics, if possible. You know, the formulas are becoming better and better, and these are really important to be looking out for when it comes to baby formulas. So you want them to contain some probiotics and some prebiotics. Another thing you might want to try is to switch formulas because it could be the formula that is um, leading to your baby's constipation. So you could try switching to something like a goat's milk formula, which is going to be easier um, for your bub to, to break down if they do have a sensitivity or intolerance to cow's milk. It may not fix the problem because goat's milk is still dairy. It just contains a different type of protein, um, which, which will be easier for a lot of babies to handle, but it doesn't always fix, fix the problem. But you could try switching to a goat's milk um, or a low allergenic formula. And you can, you can consider adding some extras to your formula, to your baby's formula. You can add in some probiotics and prebiotics or some extra probiotics and prebiotics. But I do recommend you get professional guidance before doing this to make sure that you're you know, using probiotics and prebiotics that are going to be most helpful for your baby. And again, we can help with this here at Natural Super Kids through our, our online appointments. Um, sometimes it is a good idea to offer boiled cooled water between feeds for formula-fed babies to just try and get more of that hydration in. I do recommend that you do talk to a health professional before doing this. And physical movement can be really helpful. So things like a clockwise tummy massage or bicycling your baby's legs to get that kind of movement happening. We've got to remember the gut, you know, the, the contents of the gut moves through um, due to the peristalsis, the, the muscular motion of the gut. So if we can get those muscles moving through that physical movement, like tummy massage or bicycling their legs, that can really help. And a nice warm bath to relax and warm up the muscles can help in the same way. So when it comes to breastfed babies, um, we, you can make changes such as breastfeeding more frequently to increase their fluid intake. Oftentimes, mum's diet needs to be looked at if um, your baby is breastfed. So if bub has an intolerance or a sensitivity and that particular food is in mum's diet, that could be contributing to baby's constipation. So again, it's best to work with a professional who can identify which foods may be the problem. You know, when you're a breastfeeding mama, you're wanting to get as much nutrition in as possible. And it can be a challenging kind of stressful time. You've got a new baby you may have other children. And so trying to work out what the sensitivity or intolerance is and then how to take that out of your diet can be really tricky. So you will need some support with that. And um, we can certainly help with that here at Natural Super Kids. 
Um, and again, the, those physical movements such as the clockwise tummy massage or bicycling their legs can work really well, whether, whether a baby is breastfed or formula fed as will the bath, the warm bath, um, to, to relax and warm up the muscles. Now, if your baby is on solids or is transitioning to solids and the and constipation becomes an issue, there are other things that you can do as well. So the first thing is to it's really important to start slowly when you're introducing solids. We'll pop a link to the Starting Solids podcast episode. Even if you've already gone through the introducing solids phase, um, this episode will be really helpful for you to get some extra ideas um, when it comes to solids for your baby. So starting solids slowly, starting with fresh fruits and veggies, which are a good source of fiber as well as nutrients. Don't rush and add in loads of foods at once because this can make it much harder to pinpoint sensitivities. So that slow approach to introducing solids is easier on your baby's digestive system, but also it helps you to be able to go, oh, hang on a minute, they got constipated and we, um, I've given them banana for the last couple of days. Whereas if you've got banana mixed in with six other different fruits, then it's going to be hard for you to kind of pinpoint what the problem is. You can also add foods with a slightly laxative effect to your baby's solid food. So things like soaked prunes can work really well, prune juice. You can mix these into like a porridge or a millet um, porridge or something like that, or you can just give it to them as is. Uh, Flaxseed or linseed meal, so ground up really finely, can be a great um, thing to be adding in So you can add that ground up flaxseed or linseed, it's the same thing, it's just a different different name for for the same seed, um, into some pureed veggies or a porridge. Uh, Stewed apple or stewed pear is another beautiful, gentle, laxative food that you can be adding into your baby's solid food, again, as is or mixed in with, with other things as well. And also think about balancing out the fruit with more veggies wherever possible to increase fiber. This also helps to get your baby used to the less sweet taste in foods. So I do often see uh, that that parents have introduced lots of fruit into their baby's diets um, and maybe not enough vegetables. Vegetables will be higher in fiber, which is always going to be a good thing for, for constipation. And when you introduce grains into baby's diet, start with gluten-free whole grains. So things like quinoa and buckwheat and brown rice and oats and millet are really great gentle grains that are high in fiber um, and will have less sort of sensitivities um, associated with them than things like, um, you know, wheat-based cereals. And then further down the track, you can try things like rye and spelt, which do have some gluten in them, um, but they are lower in gluten and they're high in those prebiotic fibers, which are really important when it comes to constipation. So one question I do often get asked is, can I use supplements, probiotics and prebiotic supplements in babies. So depending on on what's going on, of course, uh, I I usually recommend by starting with um, mum's diet first. And and you can add supplements into mum 
Of course, if if mum's breastfeeding, uh, this can be really beneficial. But supplements can be warranted for babies with chronic constipation issues. Uh, It's just important that we look at the main contributing factor of of dysbiosis and optimise their gut health. So when it comes to probiotic supplements, it's important to get a baby-specific supplement. Babies have more of the bifidobacterium species of, uh, of good bacteria within their gut. So a good baby probiotic will often contain more of these bifidobacterium species. We also like to include the lactobacillus rhamnosus, LGG, as it helps to support immune development and regulation and overall gut function as well. So just really important to choose a good quality baby-specific probiotic. And they're fairly um, safe to give to most babies. There are also some nice gentle options out there for prebiotic supplements that you can add to food or you can add to formula um, if your bub is formula feeding. So I often recommend one called PHGG, partially hydrolyzed guar gum. It's nice because it doesn't have much of a flavor to it. It's it's a neutral flavor. And this is a great one to help to improve gut-related symptoms in babies, including constipation. So what, what the PHGG do, does is it helps to optimize the growth of the good bacteria, as well as providing that extra sort of bulk um, when it comes to, to um, constipation as well. But... I do um, highly recommend that you get some uh, some individual one-on-one advice when it comes to your baby. And we have uh, express consultations, which are just quick 20-minute chats with our naturopath or nutritionist to get some, some good quality supplements recommended based on your specific situation or your baby's specific situation as well. Um, so, yeah, l- look at that if it's something that you're wanting some support with rather than kind of trying to figure it all out for yourself. But hopefully this episode has given you some ideas of, of you know, where to start when it comes to constipation in your baby. Um, and don't forget about our free Kids Gut Health ebook that you can download in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Please pass this episode on to anyone you think will benefit. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.